My friend Yael Lasowski joins us uh, from the Consumer Choice Center this morning just after 8.30. Typically, he's with us uh, an hour later from now after 9.30. We had some open space, so we said, Yael, let's jump on in here and get to it. Enjoying the lovely countryside in Austria here this morning. Connecting with Yael on the other side of the world. Yael, it's great to have you back in. Good morning. Good morning, Joe. Thanks so much for having me on, and cheers to you from the country. Yeah, so tell me, you know, you made it out. You you, you left the city, and uh, you made it out. Okay, you're all right. I mean, the family's okay. You're doing okay. Yeah, it wasn't a problem at all. You know, we were able to pick up and leave. I just think after being cooped up in an apartment for over a month, uh, you know, you kind of want to get out and enjoy some time with uh, the nature and the in-laws. Hey, why not? I think uh, it's a good, fun time for everyone. So very happy to be here. Everybody was very happy to kind of get out of town and, and see a little bit of the nature. You know, there's great animals out here, forest, trees. There's actually green grass outside. Man, I wish I knew that before. Tell me uh, now, of course, uh, in Austria, they have moved forward with uh, the loosening of restrictions. They've opened up different shops and stores over the last uh, two weeks. Uh, have people been hesitant to get out or have they been chomping at the bit to, to you know, get out and about and uh, you know, try and get back to some type of uh, normalcy in their lives? Yeah, it's actually interesting because I drove by a lot of uh, very big industrial sites. There's a lot of milling uh, that's out here, you know, more like in the western part of North Carolina. And people were back at work. You know, some people were wearing masks. Um, A few stores that we were able to visit on the way here as well, people were wearing masks, but there were still a good amount of people out. So I think people are ready to get out. There's still going to be a natural hesitancy. Um, That might be something that we can criticize a lot of these governors for. You know, the assumption that we're just all going to run into the shop as soon as uh, we're allowed to is just false. It's just wrong. I think a lot of us uh, are aware of the risks. We understand what's going on. We're going to take our own precautions. And just because the government makes a rule, again, it doesn't mean that we're going to have to follow it or go against it. So um, some things are moving. You know, it's shaking. I think people are, are kind of waking up. We're awakening our beast, the economy, and um, that's all the better. So uh, I hope the same for all of my compatriots across the U.S. Yeah, well, we are kind of in the holding pattern right now after the governor announces yesterday our stay-at-home order will extend uh, until May 8th. And then if we hit certain benchmarks that we don't necessarily know uh, what they are as far as the types of measures that they are uh, looking at, uh, well, only then will we open up slowly over the next two, three, four, six weeks. So we're still you know, very much in the thick of this. And uh, I know a lot of people are growing tiresome which is why we've seen a number of different demonstrations and protests here across North Carolina. We've got uh, tens of thousands of people that belong to the Facebook group uh, Reopen NC. They had uh, 500 to 1,000 people up at uh, the state capitol in Raleigh back on Tuesday. They'll be back uh, uh, this upcoming Tuesday. And uh, we've seen different types of uh, gatherings all across the country looking for some direction and wanting to get back to – you know, opening up business, not business as usual, but as you know, we have said, gradually opening things up while practicing some of the things that we have been doing for the last uh, four or five weeks. 
And that actually, I guess, it inspired the New York Times to wonder who is behind all of these, uh, you know, different types of uh, protests and demonstrations. Uh, what's your take on that uh, New York Times piece? Uh, I guess the, the, they're putting on their tinfoil hat and they think uh, there's some dark money behind this effort. Oh, yes. It's so nebulous. It's so nebulous that these people would go out into the streets to try to get their job back and to try to get back to work. Uh, <laughs> this is just insane, Joe. When I... I uh, clicked over to the New York Times website and I saw this actually yesterday uh, yeah I, I thought this is just just yet another example of, of how journalism has led us astray this is an article in which they're they're trying to examine and you have to imagine the audience of the New York Times this is high-minded elites on various coasts of the United States and they want to figure out who are these people that are at these reopening uh, protests and rallies around the country and what kind of money is behind it who is actually putting this together so there's this investigative piece and they try to like click together websites they scour the internet for YouTube clips and they come up with connections to various former Tea Party groups to various millionaires or billionaires in places like Wisconsin uh, all of it obviously very bogus and I think very offensive it's offensive because the people who are out protesting are not there because some billionaire uh, pushed them onto the street with a sign they're there because they believe in the message they believe in actually getting back to work they've lost their life or livelihood in many circumstances, and they want to get back to work. I, I don't think we need to see any, any kind of nebulous plot here, yet I think this is the, the tales that have been spinning from the national media, and that's very unfortunate. You know, the people who are out protesting in Raleigh, um, people who've called your program, Joe, and have talked about going out to protest and rally to open up Carolina Beach there last week, you know, these are not people that are there just because uh, they're getting paid from some activist organization. These are red-blooded Americans who want to get back to work, who want to provide for their family. Uh, it's not a nebulous plot. Uh, that might be what some people say, but I see it as just Americans who are ready and understand the risks of everything that's happening, and they want to get back to providing for their families. I say there's no fault there, and uh, if our national media continues to tell us that, yet another reason to dump them and listen to more shows like Joe Catanacci. Well, when we hear that from uh, the national media and then we see it in action as far as trying to censor and limit uh, folks' ability to get out and, uh, you know, connect with others uh, and uh, you know form different types of, of groups so we're beginning to see that through social media as uh, those uh, folks in control of things like facebook are, are coming down hard on these types of, of groups censoring a lot of information uh, like i said the the reopen nc folks have had multiple posts that have been taken down in violation of some of the terms that facebook has uh, put out there surrounding these gatherings and protests that we're starting to see across the country yeah, and Joe, it's just as simple as going going to your Facebook page, hitting new post, and typing in the link JoeBiden.info and trying to publish that. Facebook will reject that link because they've determined it's a parody website. And if you look at any Trump website that might be a parody website, you are free to post all day long and you won't get flagged. Um, this is the kind of stuff that we're setting up with a lot of these social media institutions, organizations, companies. And again, I don't think they're bad people. I don't think they're nebulous people. I think they're trying to respond to a lot of the protests, either from media or politicians or activists. You know, they're trying to provide a way that there can be some semblance of fact um, on the on social networks, whether or not you can actually achieve that. But what that means is they're now policing all of the posts concerning COVID-19. They're 
all the posts that talk about coronavirus or even things that might be critical of a particular government's policy. If you happen to disagree with the North Carolina governor because he's doing it on May 8th rather than doing it May 1st, is that enough criticism to warrant having your Facebook post censored? Uh, We're not sure. There are many circumstances that are happening in other states, uh, specifically in Pennsylvania and New York and Ohio. We've seen where people have been very much censored based on just groups that they'll join or things that they post. Um, You remember some weeks back, maybe people in your social network, if they posted just one or two articles on coronavirus, it got immediately deleted. And Facebook said, oh, you know, we're just testing. And then they said it was a mistake. Look, this is when we let artificial intelligence go a bit too far and we start censoring things that might not be comfortable. Uh, People are able to debate this and they're able to talk about it because it is uh, so many sides and so many people are being affected. We can't just be shut up. I think we need to continue having our freedom of speech. If these uh, social networks are going to censor us, then we might have to look elsewhere to get our news. Well, and that's a very difficult thing. I mean, where do you go? I guess right here. This is the only spot. You tune in three hours a day, and then you leave. And I think that might be better for your mental state anyway. If you were just to get the great conversations that folks like Yael bring to the table on a weekly basis, and then you know, go out and enjoy the rest of your life. You know, The world does not have to revolve around the 24-7 news cycle. Or social media. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. yeah. Very true. And I'm, I'm very much a slave to social media at times, Joe, so I, I'll admit to that. But, you know, when it comes to talk radio, I think it's, it's one of the freest platforms out there. There's a reason that it is the subject of so much legislation, because this is a, a place where people are able to openly talk. People can call your program and ask questions and try to debate you if they want to, if they disagree. But that's amazing. And that's what we want. We don't want to be ruled by artificial intelligence machines that put uh, your opinion in this box because it's not acceptable or your opinion in that box. We don't want that, certainly with our national media, as I mentioned before, and we really don't want that with our social networks and AI. Yael Lasowski with the Consumer Choice Center with us here this morning. He hosts the Consumer Choice Radio Show, 10 o'clock Saturday mornings, right here on the Big Talker FM. Yael, you've also written about and have published stories surrounding legal reform across our country on on various occasions and uh, you feel that uh, you know this uh, pandemic uh, that we are all dealing with uh, could bring a whole new set of uh, uh, legal issues to the table and maybe not rightfully so yeah there there's a there's a great uh, wall street journal editorial from today um about just the the coming Um, epidemic of lawsuits that are going to come after everything with this pandemic has passed. If you think of all the healthcare professionals, if you think of um, any large institutions or organizations that have not had uh, some kind of protective equipment, many of them are already filing huge lawsuits saying, hey, we didn't have the right equipment. We didn't have everything that we needed. A lot of people are now suing hospitals because their loved ones might have passed due to the virus or many other things. And, and this is something to where we're seeing already the commercials on TV. We're already seeing the ads online. You know, have you been hurt at a hospital because of coronavirus? And, and this is the kind of stuff that we've seen for a long time. And uh, it's not just in things like uh, vaping or pharmaceutical. I mean, now it's just going to be with everything related to this virus and the impact and the effect. You know, did your uh, when you walked into CVS, did they offer you a mask? 
No? Well, seems like you can sue them for millions of dollars. Um, That's what's very problematic, and we have seen this uh, for the last number of years in the courts, that these kind of lawsuits kind of get brought up and thrown out there. Uh, We think it's pretty bad. That's why we're we're trying to push back against that as a Consumer Choice Center. And if you are going to be listening to the radio here, Big Talker, tomorrow at 10 a.m., you will hear the interview that we did with Jerry Buting, uh, who is of Making a Murderer fame. Uh, He was uh, one of the first attorneys for Stephen Avery. And we do talk about legal reform. We talk about science in the courtrooms and uh, a lot of claims that are brought up against innocent people who might be in criminal uh, cases or um, companies or individuals in civil cases as well. So it's a a great conversation, great debate. And uh, thanks again to to Big Talker for allowing us to host our program here on, uh, on your station. No question, and uh, I enjoy it uh, each and every week. Uh, you bring uh, such a you know enlightening perspective, uh, and uh, you bring a perspective uh, that uh, comes from uh, well globally. Uh, 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 people from uh, different continents and different sides of the world uh, contributing to the program and bringing that right here to North Carolina, and you, and you do that, and you connect. Uh, you know, issues that go on right here in our own backyard with the things and you tie it into things that are going on around the rest of the world. You do it as uh, good as anyone. And uh, we're glad to have you here with the Consumer Choice Center, consumerchoicecenter.org. They've got a lot of great content uh, on their website. Once again, at consumerchoicecenter.org. All right, Yael, I know I took you away from your family. Enjoy the rest of your day and your weekend, sir. Thank you so much, Joe. Enjoy the best, all the best. See you soon. Yaya Lasowski from the Consumer Choice Center, consumerchoicecenter.org, the global grassroots movement for consumer choice. Their Consumer Choice radio show once again airs 10 o'clock Saturday mornings right here on the Big Talker 106.7 FM.